chromosome. Y'all can talk about all these viruses, and that's good, but you can't forget the main one. It's plaguing us, bro. It's time now for the People's War Radio Show, where we do talk about the main virus. And that is colonialism. the People's War Radio Show, we talk with healthcare workers, activists, revolutionaries, authors, teachers, and regular people from the African community. We aim to bring you an African internationalist analysis on all things important to winning our freedom from colonialism. The root of all our problems. Why I'm poor, the colonial virus keeps me at war, the colonial virus. Colonial virus. Uhuru. Welcome to the People's War Radio Show. I'm Dr. Matsumela Odom. And I'm Dexter Mlamwingu. Uhuru means freedom in Swahili, and freedom is on our minds 24-7. In this episode, we present part two of a two-part series titled The Truth About Afghanistan, Colonialism. The Graveyard of Imperialism. That was the title of a September 7th web broadcast put on by the African People's Socialist Party to discuss the withdrawal of U.S. troops from Afghanistan and the implications that this defeat has for the liberation struggle of African and other colonized peoples. That broadcast featured presentations by Louise Kinshasa, Secretary General of the African Socialist International, Yesterday Ornamila, President of the African National Women's Organization, Tafari McGarry, the Director of Organization for the African Socialist International Africa Region, Omali Ashitela, Chairman of the African People's Socialist Party, and Penny Hess, Chairwoman of the African People's Solidarity Committee. In part one, we heard presentations delivered by Secretary General Louise Kinshasa, Penny Hess, Chairwoman of the African People's Solidarity Committee, and Yejide Oronmila, President of the African National Women's Organization. Today, we'll hear from Director Tafari Mugheri, of the African Socialist International Africa region, and Chairman Amali Shatella. First up, we have Chairman Tafari Mugheri. Tafari is the Director of Organization for the African Socialist International Africa region and an organizer on the ground in occupied Azania, commonly known as South Africa. In his address, Director Tafari begins by offering a salute to the people of Afghanistan and notes that the defeat of the U.S. in Afghanistan happened amidst a moment of imperialist crisis. Let's take a listen. As it has been said, I am Tafari Mugheri and I am the Director of Organization uh, for the African Socialist International Africa region. And um, I just want to really salute and uh, unite with everything that has been said uh, by the speakers that spoke before me, Estilwezi, Comrade uh, Chairwoman Penny Hess of the AP um, SC, uh, as well as President Yejide Orimila. And um, 
I'm just going to make a, a statement of solidarity uh, to the uh, people of Afghanistan, you know, uh, and we are speaking here as representatives of of of, of Africa and, and African people uh, and African people today, we exist as a colonized people, we are colonized and uh, we recognize uh, imperialism as a force that dominates the world and you know, um, like takes self-determination away from us as, as human beings and, and African people are part of the world. And uh, we are saying this uh, in recognition of the fact of what happened in, um, uh, in, in Afghanistan has a consequence for the entire world. So we really want to, um, uh, to salute uh, the, the, the people of Afghanistan for being stand for, uh, for standing fam- uh, family and fighting to the end against uh, imperialism and uh, and I uh, just want to congratulate um, uh, the people of Afghanistan for their victory against uh, US occupation over there. And uh, we want to um, say this is actually happening in the context of an imperialism in crisis and what has just happened there in Afghanistan contributes to the deepening of that uh, crisis against imperialism. Uh, so we are, we stand in solidarity with the people of Afghanistan. Uh, because we recognize the whole entire, the whole social system that affects us as African people, the whole capitalist uh, social system uh, was born as, as a global economy, as the chairman Omali Hitler has been saying uh, over the years, that capitalism was born as a world economy. And uh, this world economy was born through the, uh, the capture, enslave, colonial enslavement of African people and the domination of the, of, of the peoples of the world. And this is how capitalism is able to, uh, to, to manifest itself in the world and be able to, to actually exist as, as, as a real thing in the real world. And, uh, and, and we're saying that uh, capitalism and imperialism is, is, is confronting, confronted with an existential uh, crisis right now. So we gain a lot of confidence by seeing the people in Afghanistan uh, being able to, uh, uh, to, to to, to, to have the imperialist, the greatest uh, like world power, imperialist force uh, and military force in the world are packing their bags and being given a deadline to say that on this date, you should uh, be out of this, uh, this, this territory. And, uh, and we, saw, we saw them packing their bags and, uh, and thinking that by actually um, uh, uh, destroying some equipment and so forth would uh, actually... Uh, affect uh, the people of uh, the morale of the people of Afghanistan, but then it encourages them more, uh, you know, to rebuild and actually to, to fight for, uh, for, you know, for, for self-determination, you know, uh, and, and we just want to, uh, to, to, to salute uh, the, the spirit of the Afghan people, uh, their anti-foreign uh, uh, and imperialist occupation spirit, uh, to say that we don't want anyone to come into our land and say that they can actually determine how we're supposed to, uh, to, to exist. And, and, and we're talking about um, uh, like colonizers here, imperialists, uh, and, and which is what uh, the US and, and the other uh, Western, uh, so-called Western and, and European uh, powers uh, represent in the form of NATO and these other uh, forces that, uh, that go all over the world uh, claiming to be defending the rights of the people. And then we're saying that that has not happened uh, in, in, in any way. So, uh, what is happening in, in Afghanistan uh, from, from our viewpoint is actually a, 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 an attack. In, it's an attack on this, on this whole social system because this is actually beyond uh, an assumption, you know, by, by some, you know, um, what, what we call ideological imperialist 
you know, assumption of, of saying uh, some workers somewhere in, in, in a colonizer nation uh, with, the, with some kind of philosophy that, that suggests that uh, the, the workers uh, can, can actually um, somehow overthrow the, the bosses uh, from, from an imperialist country and, and that's going to solve the problem. Uh, whereas the resources that makes that uh, empire an empire uh, come from the colonized uh, nations in the first place, you know. So we're saying that actually, uh, like challenging capitalism as a, as a world system as it it's, uh, happens through colonized people resisting and creating a, a real crisis and depriving the, the 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 host, you know, of 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 uh, of, of its nutrients, de- depriving the the host of the of the resources. I, I mean, depriving the the parasite of the host actually, uh, you know, because because we are the the host. Uh, that that actually feeds this uh, this 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 empire. Tafari goes on to expand his analysis of the anti-imperialist victory of the Afghan people. He notes that Africans must also not compromise in our pursuit of total liberation and self-government. And as African people who uh, have, have have suffered for 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 years for for centuries right now under this uh, this foreign force, this European uh, foreign force. Uh, we 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 actually express uh, get a, a lot of joy by seeing our our, our enemies, our permanent enemies, uh, being being defeated. You know, we we, we believe that this system is uh, it can be defeated ourselves, and we want to um uh, to 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 see ourselves on the same path. We are actually on the same path. We want to encourage African people and other colonized people to say that um, if we have that determination, if we are determined. Uh, to say that we can actually govern ourselves and we don't want to compromise because there was no compromise in the last uh, 20 years since uh, the invasion of Afghanistan by, by, by U.S. imperialism. There was no compromise to the end. And we're saying that the African People's Socialist Party has taken that stance since its inception, its founding in 1972, that we, we never compromise, even in the, in, in, in the face of uh, generalized demoralization you know, uh, uh, like the African revolution, the, 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 the Black Revolution of the 1960s having de- been destroyed, uh, the African People's Socialist Party uh, has set as its own mission and objective the completion of that Black Revolution of the 1960s. And we are saying that even today, we are still on the same tra- trajectory. And everything that the chairman has actually uh, like summed up, uh, declared, and, and actually uh, uh, explain to the world in terms of this whole, whole social system that it, it was born uh, from, uh, you know, um, from, from relationships that cannot be sustained in the world because human beings cannot accept, you know, are living under, uh, you know, some of the most pernicious uh, conditions and, and just accept that's how it's going to be. You know, uh, some sectors of the, of, of the colonized Populations like the African petty bourgeoisie and the petty bourgeoisie in Afghanistan can actually go for those, those kind of concessions and make deals with the imperialism. But then the masses of the people cannot, cannot have no interest. Actually, it's either we fight totally against imperialism, against foreign occupation, against the parasite, or uh, we, we are doomed forever. You know, so, so we're saying that... Um, we are in, in complete solidarity with the, uh, with the people of Afghanistan for resisting imperialism, imperialism that expresses uh, itself in, in all sorts of ways uh, in terms of the, value, the values or suggesting what was, was, was morally right and, and was not. 
telling us how um uh, like uh, like about about uh women that uh women are being oppressed if such and such a thing is happening when we look at europe actually uh, uh when it went out into to attack the world women could not even uh voice out anything in 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 europe itself uh women uh africa actually european women um only could only get uh, some kind of of rights or even to have a voice uh, through the colonization of the peoples of the world when the resources started going to Europe and actually with the people of the world, peoples of the world resisting and actually showing uh, the European nation what it means for people to have, you know, uh, a representation or uh, or some kind of freedom. Like, for example, with Marcus Gavi, uh, women, African women being able to vote uh, in the UNIA, uh, you know, like gave uh, women in the colonizer nation confidence that they could actually uh, fight for vote, for a vote as well, and this is what we're saying that the w- w- as the colonized people reject the assumption that the, the imperialists have some kind of moral benchmark that we have to measure ourselves according to. In this final segment, Tafari urges people to reject notions of the moral superiority of the Western imperialist powers. He notes that anti-colonial resistance is the only way forward for African people. Uh, we can actually um, reflect in our own history and look at the history of, of the imperialists and see that um, the, the, the real contradiction here is not that uh, we have some moral deficiency or anything like that, uh, that we have to learn some values from imperialism, That, uh, but the reality is that uh, we are colonized. We don't have the, uh, the, the capacity to actually even, uh, in, you know, like demonstrate what it means for, 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 for people to uh, like to, to build their own society. You know, uh, the chairman of Malaysia in 2017, um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, wrote a piece. And in, in that piece, there is a section that speaks about what will a liberated Africa look like? You know, we as the African People's Socialist Party have our own philosophy. The same way that uh, the people in Afghanistan are like some of these are uh, pretty bourgeoisies that just want to be accommodated into the system of the imperialists. Uh, have their own philosophy. That's what the chairman has been uh, has been saying. That so we 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 commend that we commend the whole uh, debunking, rejection, negation of imperialism altogether. And we're saying that people of the world should be able to fight uh, for uh, for 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 self determination. And I I think it was um, actually um, Mao Zedong, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I know my leadership will correct me if I'm mistaken here, uh, who said something to the effect that, uh, you know, struggles for national liberation all over the world are internationalist, you know, in terms of uh, how this system uh, functions, you know. Uh, So we recognize uh, everywhere, all the peoples of the world, whether be it in Venezuela, be it in Afghanistan, wherever imperialism is being compromised, this is uh, actually a... uh, like uh, part and parcel of how the system is going to be destroyed. You know, when we finally strike the final blow, uh, this is uh, it's not going to happen in 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 some kind of way uh, whereby uh, somehow uh, contradictions develop within the the, the the colonizer nation, and then uh, you know somehow uh, things become better for the peoples of the world. The more we resist, the more we capture our resources back into our own hands, the more we get rid of the colonizer, the more we get rid of our AFCON in Africa, uh, you know, uh, the more we get rid of the parasites that are creating chaos in 
in Congo, uh, the more we get rid of uh, all these um, uh, intelligent organizations that are sent by uh, uh, imperialist nations such as Israel and the United States uh, across Africa. That's how we uh, we kill the 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 uh, the, the colonizer, the, the imperialist uh, in the world. So uh, we we want to salute uh, the people of Afghanistan. We want to say that we are with you, uh, and and uh, and and uh, we we were expressing like um, you, you know total uh, solidarity with the people there, and we don't buy into this whole question of saying uh, uh, but then do they have this and that in Afghanistan and so forth. But what we are in unity with is is the fact that you know imperialism, the thing that creates uh, the fundamental contradiction that creates us responsible for all other contradictions in the world is being destroyed, is being compromised. And then we can uh, actually get to the point of saying what kind of social system we want. And that's what the African People's Socialist Party does. That's what African internationalism is all about. It gives us a way forward uh, to say that uh, we uh, can actually experience a different reality. Some of us, actually all of us, have not experienced anything except being colonized. All we know is colonialism. And we desire a new world whereby uh, human beings can actually just be human beings, and we are saying that um, what the 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 the, the Afghan people uh, have have demonstrated in Afghanistan is gives us a lot of courage, and um, and uh, we just want to um to 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 really call on African people uh, to say that that's the courageous things that we must take uh, to fight to the end, uh, to the bitter end, and no compromise, uh, no surrender. Uhuru. That was Director Tafari Mugheri of the African Socialist International Africa Region speaking during a September 7th internet forum titled The Truth About Afghanistan, Colonialism, the Graveyard of Imperialism. You're listening to the People's War Radio Show, produced by WBPU, Black Power 96.3 FM in St. Petersburg, Florida. This is part two of a two-part series on the defeat of the U.S. occupation of Afghanistan and the implications that it has for the liberation struggle of African and other colonized people. Next, we'll hear from Chairman Amali Chatella, who delivered the main presentation. Chairman Amali Chatella began his presentation by recognizing that it was the Taliban's anti-colonial philosophy that led them to victory. It wasn't an anti-racism protesting or, or any plea to the U.S. to stop being so mean to them. Nothing short of an uncompromising commitment to get out from under imperialist rule would have allowed the Taliban to drive out the U.S. Let's take a listen. I think this is an important thing for us to discuss. Uh, The title here, of of course, is um, The Truth About Afghanistan, uh, Colonialism, The Graveyard of Imperialism. And uh, we've said colonialism, the graveyard of imperialism, obviously, that is a play on the terms that's been used uh, about uh, Afghanistan, how uh, uh, different uh, military forces of different countries who've gone into Afghanistan, Comrade Secretary General Luazi spoke uh, eloquently of that, uh, knowingly of that, and uh, how they've gone in and uh, and they've lost miserably. And uh, despite whatever uh, vicious uh, kind of uh, extortion and oppression they've imposed on the people, the people have fought back and as Comrade Luezi uh, mentioned, uh, the, there is a culture in Afghanistan, and perhaps it was forged over the centuries of fighting against uh, 
foreigners who would come in and try to occupy uh, their land. There is a culture of, of deep uh, opposition to uh, any uh, force that would come in and occupy uh, Afghanistan and its people. So I just want to uh, express uh, significance of that and the fact that we can talk about colonialism uh, being uh, the graveyard of imperialism, because that's what the U.S. had done in Afghanistan. That's what other countries have done or attempted to do in terms of extending a foreign and alien domination, either directly or indirectly, either directly politically or indirectly through economic means or something to that effect. Uh, that uh, that what we have is a whole world economy. Uh, in fact, uh, brothers and sisters and comrades, uh, that rests upon the foundation of colonialism. That's why we refer to uh, the, the world economy, we refer to uh, the mode of production that succeeded uh, European feudalism, uh, not uh, as capitalism, but as colonialism. Colonialism is a mode of production. In fact, it was the bridge between uh, of European feudalism and what we've come to know as capitalism. And the thing that made it into uh, this capitalism that, that people talk about and hate so much uh, uh, within the United States, they claim as well, uh, is colonialism. It's the, the European uh, going, Europe uh, leaving uh, its own shores. Uh, in fact, leaving shores even before it was defined uh, as Europe of, of, of uh, this, uh, this, this land or these lands uh, uh, north of, uh, of Greece and uh, northwest of Greece. And so uh, we, we have a whole uh, a world that is shaped uh, by, by Europe uh, going out, uh, colonizing peoples around the world, enslaving African people 600 years ago, Portugal, 1415, uh, initiated this process of capturing and selling African people throughout the world. This is the foundation, uh, if you will, of the whole capitalist system that, that many Marxists claim to hate. Uh, but the fact is that, uh, that uh, uh, this is a colonial capitalism. It is a capitalism that was not born, uh, uh, as has been inferred or even stated. Uh, by uh, certain kinds of political economists of Europe or connected to Europe or wedded to Europe uh, ideologically. It was not born uh, through uh, some internal contradiction being resolved uh, in uh, European feudal society. It was born uh, through uh, colonial slavery. That's the foundation it sits upon. And if, uh, I think it's really important for us to know that. So when we talk about uh, uh, Afghanistan uh, and the significance of Afghanistan, what we have seen uh, is an assault on the colonial system. And it may have immediate implications for the for United States, and it does, uh, but it's an assault, assault on the entire colonial system, and it's a global system. And, and, and speaking from the United States, uh, I just want to say that uh, the, the Taliban never would have won, and the people in Afghanistan never would uh, be free if their, if their slogan, if their uh, their philosophy was one that, in, that taught them that they, they had to win favor uh, with the colonizers. There's never been an instance where the Taliban, uh, as a, as, where the Afghan uh, as a group, as a people, uh, sought to freedom from uh, imperialist domination by winning friends uh, with the colonizers. There was no policy inside uh, Talib, uh, uh, Afghanistan 
that was uh, influenced by the leadership of the Afghan resistance that said uh, that how we uh, uh, get our freedom uh, is to uh, is to make uh, the occupiers, to make the colonizers like us. Uh, there was no anti-racism uh, that the Taliban uh, talked about. They understood that they had to be completely free. They had to take their freedom away uh, from the colonizer. And if you think about uh, the, the Afghan people and, and the resistance in Afghan of people who uh, simply uh, bowed, uh, bowed down to slogans of anti-racism uh, in this contest they were having, uh, with the United States uh, before that, uh, with the Soviet Union, or any other uh, country, uh, any other British uh, in particular, uh, because I can't count uh, effectively the Soviet Union because in many ways that was a US influence informed uh, process. But uh, uh, just think about uh, them having uh, come to uh, some conclusion that what their, their, their main slogan should be uh, body cameras, uh, their main slogan should be hands up, uh, don't shoot, uh, which is another way of saying I surrender, uh, uh, as opposed to the tremendous resistance that we've just seen. And of course, in order for that resistance to occur uh, with the tenacity that it has occurred, uh, it, it ha there, ha there had to be a belief system uh, up upon which it rested. And uh, the, the thing that has people talk about the corruption of the, of the, of the Afghan government, uh, the US Afghan government, uh, talk about uh, how uh, the Taliban has ended that corruption, ended the, uh, the, the, the uh, opium uh, production, uh, et cetera. You're talking about uh, a group of people that had a philosophy that believed in something. Uh, whereas when you look at uh, the people who were put in power by the United States, some of them actually um, haven't, haven't not lived in, in, in Afghanistan for years and uh, had been uh, in the United States uh, as business people or, or, or as someone who was working with the United States against uh, colonized people in another place and put in place there. These are people who don't believe in anything. They talk about how uh, the meaningless, the resistance was to the offensive by the Taliban uh, because the Taliban and the people who uh, united with them believe uh, in something. They believe that they have a right to their own country, their own land, what have you, even if that belief is re revolves around, is wrapped in religious clothing. They believed in something. Uh, but whereas the colonizers uh, and the neocolonists don't believe in anything, that's why they can work for anybody except their own people. That was true in Vietnam, uh, where the comparisons are continuously made. Uh, in terms of what has just happened in Afghanistan. Uh, that was true uh, just now in Afghanistan in terms of the collapse of this regime uh, that's existed here. Uh, uh, it's true globally that the, the, the fact is that uh, you cannot win, you cannot even withstand the kind of pressure and struggle that you're involved in unless uh, you have a, 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 a well-informed uh, 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 profoundly, deeply organized uh, uh, resistance movement uh, that uh, with its own belief system separate from the belief system that's imposed on it uh, by the colonizer. Chairman went on to identify colonialism as the mode of production for this society. It was colonialism that gave birth to capitalism, not the other way around, Chairman notes. He went on to recognize Afghanistan's victory as an indicator 
of a drastically weakening U.S. hegemony. Let's take a listen. But it should be uh, uh, recognized again that the fundamental economy of the world, it's a world, it's a global economy that it sweeps the whole earth. The entire earth lives under a global economy that some people have been able to recognize as capitalism, but it is colonial capitalism. There could be no capitalism. You can't even imagine capitalism uh, without the, the fact that uh, the Europeans who took uh, the lands of the Americas, all South America, North America, the capitalism that uh, did not enslave African people and bring in tremendous amount of resources there, the capitalism uh, that came about as a consequence of the uh, colonial extraction of value, uh, wealth uh, from the indigenous peoples uh, in various places, a capitalism that was born uh, in part through the attack uh, on China uh, by, by England in the 1840s in the Opium War. The capitalism came from French, what the French did not only in Africa, but what the French did in, in what they characterize as Indochina and uh, right there uh, uh, in Vietnam. All of this was a part of the process that created capitalism. You cannot imagine the existence of capitalism without that colonialism. In fact, Karl Marx once said, in order to understand how capitalism came into existence, he said, in order to understand how we can have uh, uh, this, uh, this uh, 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 surplus accumulation uh, of, uh, uh, in Europe, how, uh, uh, what he referred to as wage slavery in Europe. He said it owed, wage slavery in Europe uh, required slavery pure and simple in the new world. He said the starting point for understanding where capitalism came from is this thing he called primitive accumulation, such as turning Africa into a warren for the commercial hunting of black skins. So this is the origin of it. You can't get around that. And this is one of the problems that, that we have with many of the uh, the leftists, the North American uh, and European leftists who cannot recognize the origin of their well-being, the origin of their security, the origin of their well-paved streets, the origin of their air-conditioned air homes, the origin, origin of their secure neighborhoods, etc. All of that comes from colonial domination and extraction, forced, violent, vicious extraction, of value from those of us around the world who are colonizing, that's the vast majority of the people. And, but that's not recognized uh, even by the white people who love us, uh, the white people liberals and people who call themselves communists and Marxists and all these things do not recognize that. And we understand that, uh, that's why we've always said that imperialism was not born of capitalism, capitalism was born of imperialism. If you take the understanding that the word imperialism stems from the term empire, and empire is what sent those ships uh, out of uh, England and sent them out of Europe uh, uh, and other places uh, 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 to Africa, to uh, the Americas, et cetera, uh, it was empire that did that. This was the origin of the capitalist system. And this is what gave birth to even the white working class that did not exist before then because they were tied to a feudal existence and feudal existence uh, was something that was ended because of the transformation that occurred in Europe based on all the wealth and resources that were coming from enslaved Africans and indigenous lands around the world. This is where it came from. That's exactly where it came from. And this is the thing that makes it uh, so uh, significant that, uh, that the, 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 the people who claim to be the, the whites who love us, the colonizers, generally speaking, 
uh, have not been able to support the Afghan resistance, have not been able to support the revolution in Afghanistan against uh, their own countries, have generally speaking uh, 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 been unfriendly to revolutionary movements uh, around the world that, that change, that challenges uh, their, their well being. For example, uh, that make a difference in what the food is going to be costing uh, in the supermarket makes the difference in what the gas price is going to be in your cities. Uh, gas that comes, of course, uh, from uh, the petroleum extracted from colonized peoples uh, and various other places, including the Persian Gulf, uh, including uh, places uh, uh, neighboring uh, uh, Afghanistan. Uh, so here is, uh, here is the material basis. Uh, the, the development of neighborhoods uh, uh, and, and, again, secure cities and neighborhoods in various, uh, uh, in various cities uh, that are, that are uh, well off uh, uh, is because of colonialism and uh, the colonial domination, the extraction of colonial value, the oppression, murderous, brutal, vicious colonialism uh, that also uh, uh, brings with it a worldview. Uh, that uh, uh, that brings with it uh, a, uh, an understanding, an ideological uh, foundation, and uh, that's why we've always said that 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 what you refer to as racism uh, really is the ideological foundation of colonialism, or if you will, capitalism. Uh, uh, it's the thing that uh, turns ordinary uh, uh, settlers, ordinary colonizers, uh, into active supporters. Uh, of their own uh, ruling class in terms of attacking, extracting value, it makes them uh, ready soldiers uh, 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 to attack uh, African and other colonized people who are breaking out of the boundaries imposed upon us by colonialism. So I just think it's really important um, for us to, uh, to understand that. And, uh, uh, and, and the Afghan people, of course, uh, have fought heroically. And uh, people have made the, the comparison between about what happened in Vietnam and Afghanistan. And, and that's a relatively uh, correct comparison uh, uh, because uh, in Vietnam, you had uh, uh, people who had been colonized of Jap Japan, uh, of France, uh, 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 and, and, uh, uh, and the, United, the United States. And the people fought for, for years and years and years. And then they had the advantage of a revolutionary party. In this instance, it was not an Islamic or Muslim party. It was a revolutionary party, uh, a revolutionary communist party that recognized that the need to, uh, to win national liberation from France and then uh, from the United States uh, under the leadership of, a, of an independent working class revolutionary party. And that's what happened in Vietnam. And in Vietnam, uh, also, you have the arrogance of the colonizers. The colonizers never, 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 never believe that they are going to lose uh, until they find their heads in the noose. And in Vietnam, uh, you saw uh, the colonizers uh, on top of those buildings leaping off uh, onto helicopters to get out of there. Uh, they assumed they were going to be there forever. And the same thing happened in Afghanistan. Uh, they said, we're so surprised. Uh, how did this happen so quickly? Uh, we had thought that it would take six months and then uh, at least a month uh, before the Taliban could ever take power. And they did it in less than seven days or seven days or so. How did that happen? But it didn't happen in seven days. It happened because the Taliban 
the, 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 the leading the resistance uh, had a program, had everything revolves around the United States. Uh, even if shakily at different times, even when it was having certain contests with France that even resulted in, 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 in war between proxy forces in Africa, uh, even when that was happening, uh, 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 the fact is that uh, uh, the 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 uh, uh, the the U.S. Uh, was uh, engaged in and and terrorizing and and colonizing the people. I'm sorry, there was someone knocking at my door. Um, so uh, this is this is something that we have to recognize. The people, the the people, uh, worked with their own plan, their own program, and they they built their own dual power. Uh, uh, all over Afghanistan. And in fact, uh, what you had was Kabul, uh, the capital, and Kandahar to a lesser extent, uh, was really the only the center of where uh, the, 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 uh, the US Afghan government could function from with, a relative, with some relative security. Uh, the so largest so-called embassy, uh, US embassy in the world, right there. Uh, and, and they existed behind this gate, behind this walled city, uh, with thousands of people who live there uh, uh, under U.S. tutelage and, 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 and leadership. So the people broke free uh, from that. And uh, the, it, it made a major uh, change in the world uh, because uh, even as this was occurring, uh, the U.S. was losing ground uh, to uh, 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 forces that were uh, struggling against uh, its hegemony. Uh, China uh, what had, was making a major uh, move throughout the world, uh, 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 challenging U.S. Uh, leadership authority economically and politically in various, in various places in the world. Uh, the, the people of, of, of uh, you have to remember, Afghanistan, that struggle went on for more than 20 years. Uh, so that uh, uh, this was something that uh, has affected the consciousness of uh, everyone who assumed that this great superpower could do whatever it want to, but Afghanistan, uh, uh, the people of Afghanistan are, are, are as poor as the people in North St. Louis and in various other colonies, and they withstood everything the United States had to bring to them. And they were able to be victorious. And uh, I think that uh, uh, this, this uh, uh, like Vietnam effort had informed the Afghans about you can win, you can resist, uh, uh, that this is your land, our land, and what have you. Uh, the colonizer cannot cannot sustain himself uh, if the people uh, have the will and the organizational and the ideological fortitude uh, to to sustain them. And that that happened in Vietnam. That happened in Afghanistan. Uh, and uh, it has happened uh, in other places. And what has happened because the United States is in this growing contest is losing. Uh, 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 influence is losing uh, economic, political influence uh, in various parts of Africa. I think China uh, is now the growing, fastest growing uh, political uh, economic force, rather, uh, on the continent of Africa, replacing increasingly the Europe and other Western colonial powers uh, in that regard. Uh, uh, we see the Russia now uh, having uh, uh, re-emerged uh, as a, a force uh, on in the globe that uh, looking to its own interests uh, in places like Syria. Uh, challenging U.S. hegemony there, uh, even given uh, certain kinds of uh, military assistance to forces there uh, in in uh, in the Middle East who, uh, to U.S. Uh, and U.S. proxy uh, aggression. Uh, uh, you see that the people, our people uh, uh, in Venezuela, 
the United States has not been able to bring them to heal despite the years and years and years that they have been trying to starve the people. They've initiated warfare against the people uh, with sanctions and what have it. They've done that to Cuba for the longest period of time. And yet the world is changing. And, uh, uh, and this dramatic uh, loss by the United States to Afghanistan uh, is, is serious. And because what it does is that you have uh, things like the European Union, uh, who, uh, who uh, much of the cohesion uh, of the European Union has revolved around uh, the uh, assumption that somehow the United States uh, would offer the military protection of all of Europe. The same thing is true with NATO. The US is going to provide the military protection of all of Europe. Uh, but increasingly, it is becoming clear that the U.S. cannot be relied on uh, to provide the military protection. Can't be relied on because Donald Trump said it. Can't be uh, relied on because even before then, uh, Obama was moving in that direction of the so-called pivot to Asia, uh, trying to cover the flanks of uh, U.S. imperialism uh, in that part of the world uh, because China was making uh, encroachments uh, on what it considered to be its own sphere of influence economically and politically. Uh, so many people have already begun to come to that conclusion, even neo, uh, even neo-colonial puppet regimes uh, who have seen uh, what's happening in Afghanistan, uh, recognize that time your, uh, your fate uh, to, to the United States uh, uh, is extremely problematic. Uh, more of them are looking at China and other uh, forces to, uh, that they uh, might uh, relate to. Uh, uh, so, and others of them are going striking out on their own, like Turkey. Uh, 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 being emboldened uh, by what it sees in terms of uh, the, the, the effectlessness of the United States uh, and, and various other European countries who have established their own relationships regarding, regardless of the fact that the United States was uh, uh, opposed to various ways uh, in which they were moving. So the, the world is changing and, and it is changing as a consequence of the losses of colonial capitalism. You are listening to the People's War Radio Show, produced by WBPU, Black Power and a 6.3 FM in St. Petersburg, Florida. This is part two of a two-part series on the defeat of the U.S. occupation of Afghanistan and the implications that this has for the liberation struggle of African people and other colonized people. He explained that a system whose survival relies on the continued subjugation of the people will not survive the masses of the people rising up and concluded by emphasizing the African Socialist International as the vehicle through which the masses of African people will rise up and overturn the system of colonial capitalism. Colonial capitalism. The world is not changing because of some great struggle that's happened between the, the industrial working class and the industrial ruling class. Uh, that is because the class question is not located inside Europe. Uh, the class struggle uh, question is concentrated in the colonial question. This is where the real class struggle is uh, resides. And this is why we've always said in the African People's Socialist Party uh, that colonizers, the colonizers, those uh, Europeans who, white people who love us, uh, but who refuse to get off our backs uh, and fight against their own uh, colonial uh, uh, bosses for, uh, for African independence and, 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 and liberation, uh, uh, those forces, uh, uh, in order uh, to see anything uh, positive happen, uh, will have to do uh, 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 just that. So there's this crisis that's happening, and it's and it's one that's uh, continuing continuing to grow uh, uh, and spread, uh, and uh, a growing loss of confidence uh, in all of the countries around the world, uh, most of them. 
Certainly that's true with Europe. Uh, certainly that's true uh, uh, with the United States and, and many of the colonial uh, puppet regimes, a growing loss of confidence of, of, of the people uh, in these entities. So much so that in the United States, the, the settlers uh, are, are fighting among themselves. A group of settlers actually attacked uh, the government, uh, did a near coup. Uh, 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 against the government uh, uh, because they've concluded that the government cannot serve their interests. Then in, in, in May, from May to uh, August uh, in the United States, something like uh, uh, 10,000 uh, demonstration protests, et cetera, blew up. Uh, growing places around the world, people are uh, assuming that the governments can't solve their needs. And this is because colonialism itself uh, is fracturing and the society is connected to colonialism, reliant upon colonialism, uh, uh, ideologically uh, 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 influenced by colonialism, these societies are fracturing, these governments are fracturing. Even as we have uh, a right discussion, very uh, there is a sector of the settlers in this country who, uh, doing every, who is doing, that's doing everything it can uh, to guarantee that African people do not have the right to vote. It is doing everything it can to uh, uh, also uh, make it impossible. These are state governments to, within the United States to make it impossible or illegal for people to protest uh, uh, inside this country. Uh, so there's a fundamental uh, thing, transformation happening here. And the responsibility uh, for the African People's Socialist Party and anybody who's genuinely interested in a transformation as opposed to some cosmetics that you can put on the system Anybody who's generally interested in, in transformation uh, needs to be engaged in a struggle to extricate ourselves from colonial capitalism. Capitalism has to die. There is not, no nice way to put it. And capitalism cannot die uh, unless we take uh, the, the, the base uh, that, uh, that supports it, the pedestal upon which it rests away from it. That is colonialism. It is in the strategic interest of the oppressed peoples of the world and anybody in the world that's interested in the eradication of capitalism to give uh, uh, support the leadership of the African working class, uh, especially in the United States and various other places around the world. Uh, and this is the way to destroy capitalism. This is the way the capitalism that people pretend uh, to hate. The question always before us is whether the colonizer will be able to unleash this connection because the colonizers usually go uh, in the direction of the most radical uh, forces who uh, explain the growing immiseration of problems that exist among the colonizers themselves uh, as due to uh, the colonized, that somehow uh, uh, we are responsible for their condition and what they have to do is unite more deeply uh, with the colonizer. And, and often that is what has happened. That is the way the, the white people uh, went and voted uh, for Donald Trump in this country of their own free will, something like uh, uh, all of the white people who have voted in that election, 57% uh, uh, of the white people who voted in the last election voted for Donald Trump. Uh, and, and because that's one way that white people often move. Uh, but, uh, that, but it's the responsibility of the party uh, and through uh, all of our work and the various forces that we lead uh, to help white people understand that you're betting on a losing horse, uh, that you uh, tied yourself uh, to a social system that must collapse, that has built into itself its own failure because it requires, it relies on the ongoing oppression exploitation of the colonized people for its success. And the colonized people will continue to fight. 
And sometimes that fight's going to be more serious or appear to be more serious than at other times. But the responsibility of the revolution, which is what I am talking about now, is to be is to move in the direction uh, to end that social system. There can be no coexistence between capitalism uh, and what people like to refer to as, as, as socialism. Uh, the fact of the matter is that capitalism as a uh, as a colonial capitalism as a mode of production must be destroyed uh, if there is going to be the socialism that so many people claim to desire. And also, it's really un- important to understand the significance of Africa in this struggle against global colonial capitalism, because part of what building uh, its failure uh, into its own system, what part of what that means is the millions of African people who were kidnapped away from my mother country, Africa, and not only brought uh, to what is now known as the United States, but spread throughout the world. Much of the places where we are located throughout the Americas and throughout in Africa and in North America and certain parts of Europe as well, uh, represent strategic economic and political uh, uh, entities uh, necessary for the ongoing uh, functioning of the whole colonial capitalist system. And we know uh, just from what we saw in terms of uh, the crisis uh, associated with the colonial virus or COVID-19, COVID-19 the pandemic, uh, how the supply lines were shut down and what that meant for the economies of much of the world. Uh, where Africans, wherever we're located, have that ability. We are a colonized people, and we have to be united in one struggle because there is no solution for any of us within the artificial borders created by the colonizers. The colonizers created these borders to suit their interests, their needs, and then uh, created a situation that imposed false national consciences on us. And so we became all of these uh, different entities uh, uh, in these different uh, territories artificially created about our oppressors for their own use. We have to have one party, uh, just as Marcus Garvey talked about, that's what we've been building in the African People's Socialist Party. And everybody who's genuinely interested in ending this world system, recognizing the significance of the African revolution overall, uh, and the fact that the African revolution is located uh, all over the world, and increasingly that African re- revolution is being connected by the work of the African People's Socialist Party, with the African Socialist International. This is the strategic linchpin uh, for the defeat of colonial capitalism globally and the emergence of a new uh, kind of social system. So uh, I think that uh, I, I just wanted to, uh, uh, to make uh, uh, those uh, points. And uh, I also want to say this, that I, I think, uh, first of all, they must understand what happened in Afghanistan uh, the defeat of the U.S. is a defeat of, of, of colonialism globally. It wasn't just a defeat of the United States. It was the defeat of colonialism globally because this thing is knitted together all around the world. And I also think it must be uh, understood uh, that, that uh, to run around and, and trying to seek solutions, uh, uh, dealing uh, with the uh, situation in Afghanistan and any other place in the world, Uh, that does not recognize, solutions that do not recognize that the colonial question is the primary question, is not not just uh, some uh, semantical uh, problem. It's not just uh, some issue of everybody with the right to their own opinion. It's a question of what is going to forward our liberation. We've got people who today 
uh, locked up as political prisoners, some uh, for 60 years, uh, like Rushiel McGee in California. And then we've got Sundiata, uh, who's been locked up for more than 50 years, Sundiata Kohli, uh, people who claim to love Asada Shakur so much and all of these other comrades, except uh, they don't unite with the struggle of against colonialism. That's what these comrades were fighting against. You can't, you can't give proper recognition and support for them without recognizing that African people as a group are fighting against colonialism. You cannot apply the same kind of criteria for support uh, for the African colonizers as you can for uh, some liberal uh, person who has offended somehow the sensibilities and even the law uh, of, of the United States or some other uh, capitalist uh, country. The fact is that the whole African people globally and the whole African people inside the United States live under colonial domination. And what we've seen is that just as in, in, in Afghanistan, uh, where colonized people picked up the gun and fought, people have done that inside the United States. Africans have done that. Puerto Ricans have done that. Uh, oppressed people uh, everywhere have been able to do that. And it's a just struggle because the reality is that uh, anytime uh, you have a people who are colonized, any struggle, any means by, that they use uh, to end uh, colonialism, any attack that they make on colonialism is self-defense. That was Chairman Amali Chitella of the African People's Socialist Party, speaking during a September 7th internet forum titled The Truth About Afghanistan, Colonialism, The Graveyard of Imperialism. You have been listening to the People's War Radio Show. Produced by WBPU, Black Power 96.3 FM in St. Petersburg, Florida. This has been part two of a two-part series on the defeat of the U.S. occupation of Afghanistan and the implications that this has for the liberation struggle of African and other colonized people. Our theme song, Colonial Virus, was written and performed by Elika Ngoma. Thanks to the People's War Radio Show production, research, and promotions team including Jaja Robinson, Empress, Livewire, and Ahipsa Panda. So we say down with the colonial virus. Down with the colonial virus. This has been the People's War Radio Show, produced by WVPU Black Power Radio at 96.3 FM in St. Petersburg, Florida. WBPU is a project of the African People's Education and Defense Fund, the baddest nonprofit on the planet, whose mission is to defend the human and civil rights of the African community and address the grave disparities faced by African people in education, health care, and economic development. For more information on the African People's Education and Defense Fund, visit apedf.org. Episodes of the People's World Radio Show are available on the Black Power Talks podcast. For updates and resources to fight the coronavirus or to volunteer with Project Black Onk, visit developmentforafrica.org. Thank you for listening. Colonial virus, mass incarceration, that's colonial virus.